0: Well, hello there. We're back. Episode 81. I told you we do this back to back. I told you. Would H.W. tell you a lie? No. That's why they call me Honest H.W. Honest H. They call me sometimes. That's a lie. Nobody calls me that. And I guess, uh, although how would you know? If it's a lie and they don't call me it and I'm dishonest, I could be lying about them calling me it when I say they don't call me it. So actually they do call me it, but they could be mistaken. Um. Okay, let's talk about Tone, because last time I just talked about all that stuff, all that stuff, and I was like, nah, we gotta do episode 81. Okay, let's do it. Episode 81. Um, This is the Tone one, and I am so excited because we got so many great stuff, so much great stuff. If, if you're not watching the YouTube channel, I'm throwing up good stuff every day. You gotta be checking that out. But I'm about to throw up some videos today. I'm about to go do some videos right after this and right after I get all this uploaded. I'm about to go make a video today. And I got to decide what pack to put out this week because I started profiling an amp and I, th- I wasn't going to do it in this order, but I think I am. I'm going to save that for uh, uh, in a couple minutes. But first, I want to tell you about all the incredible amps I've got out here and why I'm excited for them. Still nursing this coffee. It's almost lunchtime though. I better get something soon. Here's what I got going on. I put up a poll recently and I was like, do you guys, uh, what are you more excited about on, on Facebook here? Are you more excited about, um, I put it in the, in the, in the, one of the Kemper groups, um, like which amp should I put out first? The 67 Pro Reverb or the 66 Showman with 215 cabs, well, with 215 cab um, that has JBL 130s. So they've got the big, nice 15-inch JBLs, which I'm really excited about. People seem to want the Pro Reverb or the Pro Reverb, as they're called. But I want to space out some of these blackface amps. And we just did a silver face. You know, I just want to space out some of those things. So it looks like a lot of people want the Pro Reverb with 212 Oxfords. It got a list of 32 people got that and then eight got the other one. Um, So I guess we're going to do that, but I don't know that I want to do that this week. I don't know I want to do that this week because I've got some other amps. You guys, listen, listen to these amps I got. Okay. 67 Pro Reverb. I just told you about that one. You're excited about it. 66 Showman. You're excited about it. Mesa Boogie California Tweed. Check. Got it. Gonna start profiling it soon. Marshall JVM. Check. Got it. A lot of people go, oh, HW Marshall JVM. Listen, I have been doing some research. A lot of people say channels two and three of the of the um of the power supply for the ISP power. What is that? What did I just get here? Hang on, I'm distracting myself. Oh, never mind. That was from British audio. For some reason it didn't come up. Yeah. We're working on something for British audio. Um, yeah. Let me text him back because what we're trying to work on, yeah, that works great. So what we're trying to work on is we've been trying to locate what are the best, what's the best option for people who have stages to run it with a cab and how can we make it available for, make, um, how can we make it available for people like to have a package where you can get a tone janky loaded Kemper and a Kemper cab and a, a little like, um, and a little power amp. So we've been looking at single, Uh, Like stereo and non-stereo options, and ISP has some interesting options that we're going to look at, Um, and then also just being able to sell people with a cab an appropriate uh, power amp that they can use separately from the Kemper, because I think a lot of people are doing what I'm doing. The stage is for going out and playing live, and then when you come back home, you know I just have my cab set up, and so having a little power amp there, kind of permanently, works would work fine, and it would give you a really great a great sort of amp in the room experience. So I'm excited about that. But the Marshall JVM, people have been telling me channels two and three, the crunch and then the lead one channel, people have been telling me are like some of the most incredible Marshall tones they've ever gotten and they love them. Then I've had other people say those amps don't sound very good. So, uh, but enough people have sworn by them. So whatever, you just figure out how to capture it really well. And uh, I'll get in there and understand that amp shortly. Now I've got a couple vintage amps. That I'm excited about. You ready? You ready? Let me pull up my reverb account. So I don't get the years wrong. Because I bought them on reverb. And I I just got them. I don't want to mess up the years. Okay. One amp is one that. Is one of those interesting ones. That I wanted to. You know. it's I wanted to make sure people. I wanted to make sure people. Aren't overlooking really incredible vintage amps. You know. So. I got a it's it's think of it as a mini blues breaker. Think of it as a mini blues breaker. It's an amp they made in the 60s. It's called the 1969 Marshall Popular 1930 circuit. So what it is is a 210 mini blues breaker. So if you're a fan of the Arshall, you might like this 210 version of the Arshall that has these 1969 Celestian 210 speakers that I don't know what model speakers these are. Um, I'm trying to figure out what it is. But this thing is really cool. It sounds like, kind of like that Marshall, but a little small. It's like how the AC-10 is to an AC-30. Now it's the Marshall popular. It's a different flavor. It's really interesting. We're going to get into more of that. I've only played it a couple of times, and so I don't want to describe it too much. I've got the I've got a seventy four Vibra Sonic with a fifteen inch speaker as well, which I'm very excited about. Um, I got an eighty one AC thirty. It's a Rose Morris AC thirty. Uh, now, HW, you just did an AC thirty. This is now the sound of Oasis, and those eighties, um, the eighties AC thirties, the Rose Morris ones are pretty rocking they are pretty good for that british rock sound and i'm into it they have different speakers which give them a very they have these elac speakers which give them a very different tone um so i'm into that california tweed we already mentioned but you guys want to know what's coming out later this week you want to know it's an amp i'm hugely hugely excited about you ready hugely hugely excited about this amp are you ready and we're going to make we are going to do this through different cabs we're going to make some incredible profiles are you ready a 1957 5E3 all original what h what did you just i said a 1953 tweed deluxe 5E3 all original one of the most iconic guitars of all time now we've done a tweed deluxe pack before but it wasn't original vintage with the old speaker it wasn't old glass it was an authentic one. It was a uh, a, a, a recreation of one, and it, and it sounds good. My friends, this is this 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 guy has some magic on it. This is fifty seven Bandmaster. This is Stooges AC thirty Stooges Archel. This is sixty six Top Boost level iconic tone. And I want you to know something. I'm looking for the perfect Plexi. I'm gonna. i we're gonna make the perfect Plexi pack. That is the next. That's the white whale, the next whale. Yep, And because I, I need to add to my collection some vintage Celestian speakers anyway for profiling. So we're gonna get a really nice and we're gonna really do this Plexi pack right. I mean, we're really gonna do it right. I might even get a super bass and a super lead together and do them all together in one pack, one super pack. Get ready. But first, that, that's that's longer term. Okay, that's coming in the next, like, three months. But this week, 1957, Fender 5E3 Tweed Deluxe Amp. I am very excited. I am very excited. Woo! I'm excited. Because (sighs) some of them are special. This one is special. I really, I really believe that. Because I started playing it and I started going, whoa, 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 whoa. What is this? This sustain, this grunty little guy is just, I mean, it's, you want Joe Walsh, Eagle's tone? Oh my God, cut the mix and call me Susan. Because this thing... Take two and and call the doctor in the morning. You are tested positive for good tone, my friend. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to have to wear a mask in the demo so it doesn't infect me with good tone. You get what I'm saying? This thing will give you a turbulent dust cloud of harmonics. All right? So watch it. I'm really, I'm really stoked. And everything's just sounding so good through the Trini and everything. And, um, man, and the IRs, I haven't done any of the new IRs yet, but I got to get working this week on them, but they're going to be good. It's a good time for Tone. It's a good time to be a Kemper owner. It's just, it's just, man, it's a good time. It's a good time. Um, so... I'm really committed to making these YouTube videos, and I I, I wonder what people do in terms of like uh, what if they enjoy the videos where I just check out the amps. It seems like they do. Um, it kind of seems like they do, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. So we'll figure it out. We'll find out. But basically, I am. I am resolute to continue. I'll do some more podcasts this week, and I'm resolute to um, to make sure that I get the YouTube content out there because that really seems to be where the community's coming together. People really appreciate that YouTube content, and I got a ton of content ideas. It's just, oh my gosh, it's hard to make it all. But I have a feeling this week I'm going to be drowning in ideas because all this gear is super inspiring to me. This amp with its simple little volumes and tone and just one little 12, it's just, and through the Trini, the Trini just sounds like a freaking million dollars, guys. And I've been out there on Reverb getting some good deals on stuff. It's a good time to get good deals. And I don't feel bad about it. I, I look at it like this. There's some people that kind of need some money right now, and I'm not trying to take advantage of them. Um, I am... I am trying to get people to understand this though what what is oh man my buddy Phil's about to go stream ah, he might go stream call of duty. I might have to cut this one short. Let me just explain this and then i'll I'll jump on with phil let me let me tell him. Let me jump on with Phil in here in a minute. I'm going to go stream to Call of Duty, then I'll get these up right after. Um, so, anyway. Hey, can I jump on at 20? Yes, I'll be on for about an hour. Yes. All right, I'm going to get on. I'm going to go stream in like 20. I'm it All right, okay. Let me let me get this point across, and then we'll make this kind of a shorter episode so people can just get through to the tone thing because uh, we, we, we didn't get there in episode 80. What well, I totally distracted myself. I have no idea what we were talking about. I very much apologize. Getting good deals right now. Here's the issue with getting good deals. I am not, I don't feel like I'm taking advantage of anybody at all. There's a lot of people that need money, but you got to understand this. The gear market is affected by this. The gear market is affected. And... Sometimes people are looking at past listings and they're looking at a price book, especially on Reverb, that's suggesting to them prices that made sense two months ago. And especially when we're talking about higher end dollar value stuff, stuff in the three, four, $5,000 range, the amount of buyers is just not there right now. And there's people who need money. And so I think it's a good time to get a good deal. I also see a lot of shops. Now I want to tell you something. I got this Trini Lopez from a shop and I got a good deal on it. I got another good deal on a 335 and I got a decent deal on my Sunburst 335. The shop I got, I got the Trini Lopez at a deal that I I don't think I think they're just looking at their inventory going, "Look, we got a lot of inventory and we need more cash." So we have a cash flow concern. So we got to get going with the cash flow. So I respect Uh, I'm not trying to take advantage. I'm offering a good price, but I'm also getting a good deal. Um, And um, I bought another 335 that I think was a good, um, I think I got a really good deal on. Um, But when it showed up, I didn't feel like it was in the condition it was described. Had I not gotten that good deal, I would have been maybe returning it. Uh, Because the neck had just so many kind of divots and dings and stuff. And You know, to me, it's, that would be a little bit of a deal breaker if I hadn't gotten such a great deal on that guitar. And I did get a really good deal. Um, so I look at it right now, if you're buying something that's expensive and you're paying 20% less than you would have two months ago, look, that's, that's very reasonable right now. And that's the market, you know what I'm saying? That's the market, you know, so. What can you do? You know, I'm also because I'm also feeling if I go try to sell stuff, right, it's also more difficult. But at the same time, people are getting their stimulus checks. So hopefully they're going to be using those. That's what they want you to do to boost the economy up a bit. They're going to be using those stimulus checks and they're just, you know, they're just going to be uh, um, buying stuff. And that's that's really not going to help people in the three, $4,000 range, um, but it is going to help people in the $100 to one hundred to $1,000 range. I'd say for sure. So if you're talking about a vintage a vintage thing, especially a high dollar item, make your deal aggressive. If you're trying to buy a vintage anything right now, make your deal aggressive and just just try to get the best deal possible cuz chances are that person's not going to be able to move it. And it's your, it's their choice. You know, this is this is the offer that's available. They don't have to take it, but if they need that money, they need that money. And you didn't put them in the situation where they need that money. You didn't cause the pandemic. Don't take. And a lot of times, I think the attitude goes to like, no, don't take that deal. That's taking advantage. But it's like, if they're, if they accept the deal, that means they, they, they want that deal more than they want having no deal at all. And I've been in that place too, where you kind of got to take a bath on something, and it's like you just learn from that mistake. And that is what it is. So not never trying to take advantage of people, but especially with shops and stuff. Listen, you might have a shop that may have gotten a killer deal and, and they might be, they might've paid seem. They might have a guitar, like a Trini Lopez like that. This might get, I did not pay $7,000. That, that's insane. But they might have, I see a very choice, uh, vintage Trini Lopez online for about seven grand. And, they might have paid $3500 uh, a couple of years ago you get what i'm saying and the 7000 is top price even 2 months ago and so they might be in it for 35 it's been sitting on the shelf and they might be going, hey, I've just, they've been just been waiting for the right collector to come along. It didn't cost them any money to have it sit there. They've been sitting on it. They were fine with it. They might be at a moment right now where they're like, yo, $7,000 will pay my rent this month. I'd, I'd really prefer to get that Trini out of here. And I don't, f- and, and so I'm willing to accept five grand. And that's just the thing. It's like, it's not like they aren't making money, but trust me, they want to free up that money. So with individuals, if someone says, Hey, I got to part with this because blah, 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 I'm going to try and make them the best offer I can. Because also, because I think other people are going to be making offers. If it shops, you got to understand you're already looking at the highest sticker value possible. They were not doing you any favors. Get in there and wrestle with them. You're doing them a favor by giving them your business. Okay. You're not doing them any favors by not giving a shot business. They got rent to pay. They got employees to pay. No business means everyone's going home with no job. No business means more unemployment. No bit more no business means defaulting on this and that. No business means Uh, you know, not selling that thing at 5,000 means they go bankrupt and they got to start liquidating everything. And then they're going to collectors and trying to make deals for, you know, $50,000 worth of stuff. Now they need to sell it for 35,000 because they need cash quickly. So trust me, you're, you're probably doing them a favor. You know, you think my business right now, or my dad's business, I call it my business because I've been so involved in years prior and I've had less involvement right now, but, um, you know, less involvement right now, but um, I've kind of been jumping back in a little bit just to help out with everything going on. But uh, you, you, trust me, we're not worried about margin. We're look, we're ju- we're tr- we would take volume. I'll take low margin business if it's got some volume because we got to keep the cash flow in. I don't mind not making a lot of money on the cash flow coming in. I need the, I need to make some money to pay people to keep the rent going. You get what I'm saying? So from a from a pers- from that perspective I think you're doing people the favor make the offer they can always say no but leave it up to them I really I really feel that way and honestly I think what we're not realizing is if one person goes they have no offers if you make a lower offer you're just taking advantage of them if more people are making offers they might get one or two offers and they can choose to take the, be- the best one or they can choose to take nothing but choices my friends are good that's one of the complexities when you go to the third world and we have this Western idea of like, shut down this sweatshop. And if it's a real sweatshop, that makes sense. And if it's Foxconn and you got people jumping off the buildings because of their working, because their working conditions are so bad, that's really bad. But sometimes you just got, oh, look at these low wages in the shop. And it's like, listen, people do what's in their best interest. Okay. If you're working in If you're in the Philippines or Indonesia, a factory job that doesn't pay you that much may be slightly better than working in the domestic service economy, which may be being a maid or a servant, or I don't mean servant, that's that's too harsh a word, but being a landscaper or something. You know what I'm saying? Those wages might not be much better. And that factory might provide you with some stability or flexibility that you might value. So all I'm saying is the problem with shutting down low-wage operations in the third world is that those low-wage operations often take away one option on the table for people. It might not be the best option, but I'd rather have four or five bad options than no b- options at all. Just for the, for the nature of then I, I have some options rather than, you know, my only option is joblessness. I'd rather have options. As a famous songwriter David Bazan once said, it's good to have options. It's really good to have options. So if you if you're buying something or you're leaning towards buying something, even if it's a cheap thing, even if you are getting a pedal, just go make an option. Go go make an offer. They don't have to take it. I actually think it's really better to make an offer. I got a guitar or two right now. I would probably sell for cheap because I just don't want to wait through it. And I'd rather free up the cash to get something else that I actually want. And I'm not gonna, it's not worth it to me to hold on and go, oh, I think I can get 15% more later. If it's a thousand dollar guitar, I'll take your 850 probably because I don't really want to hang on to it for another two years. The 150 isn't worth it that much for me. But if that guitar goes for a thousand and you get it for 850, good for you, man. You just got you you just got a good deal. Go after that. Make offers. Commerce is better than no no commerce. We did this experiment one time in college in this in this uh, econ class and the question was is trade made of win. That was it. Is trade made of win? And it is. Cuz here's what we did. We all closed our eyes, put our heads down on the desk in college and someone came around and randomly distributed all these little items out of this bag. And the teacher said this, you can keep all of these items. They were one was like a yo-yo, another one was like just a cheap like little magnetic picture frame for uh for a refrigerator. Another one was um uh another one was you know, just cheap stuff like that. Like at some air freshener for a car. Another one was like a little like hand sanitizer soap thing. Another just little chachkis, you know, a little statue of a guy, just I don't know, little toy things. And here's what happened. We we all came into the class with nothing, right? We got something. Now, some people got stuff that was really cool, okay? Some people got stuff that was like clearly more valuable than other stuff. But there was some stuff that some people valued higher than others. Like this little picture frame thing I didn't really care about. But that's what I got. But I kind of wanted that yo-yo. Well, this girl got the yo-yo. She didn't want it. uh-uh, But... She didn't really want my picture frame. She wanted the smell thing. So they, she said, so the teacher said this, the teacher said this, Hey, we're going to break you up into two groups. You two over here can, you are going to get two rounds to trade. Each of you in each round of trade can trade one time. Okay. So you're going to get two rounds of trade. You're going to get one round of trade. You can make one trade or you can make zero trades. It's up to you. Trade with anybody you want. Talk to as many people as you want. You can trade with anybody you want, but you're in this group. Don't talk to the other group, okay? You get what I'm saying? We randomly distributed these things that have different objective and subjective values to the group. We told one group, we split you into two groups. One group, you were going to get two rounds to trade. Make your trades wisely, okay? The second group, we said this. They said, second group, it's gonna take us about 10 minutes to do these two rounds with the first group. You can trade amongst yourselves as many times as you want in, in any way you want for 10 minutes. Go. Okay, so the f- second group just starts talking, going crazy, blah, 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 Do you want this? What do you got? You know, they're in groups, they're doing three-way trades, four-way trades, they're doing this, I'll give you this. Blah, blah. S- the first group does their first round of trade and then they do their second round of trade. And then the game stops, it's been about 10 minutes. And they took a survey and they asked us this question. First they said this, they said, who was happy with what they had in the beginning? Okay, there's some, there's some hands go up. Between the two groups, both groups were about the same in terms of who was happy to start out. Because some, some, it was random, some people got something they liked. They asked this first group that had only two op- op- opportunities to trade. Are you more happy than when you started? Everybody answered they were more happy or as happy as when they started, because no one made a bad trade. But the number of people who said they were happier than when they started, I think it was, are you are you much happier? Y- yes, I'm much happier. I think it was 30%. And then they said this, did someone else get the thing you really wanted? Now, more than half the people in that first group said, yes, someone else got the thing I really wanted, which is interesting. More than half. The second group though, they asked, what was, now this is a small group. This is only, I mean, this is 30 people total probably. And there's 15 in each group or so, maybe a dozen in each group. Second group, you got to trade as many times as you want for 15 minutes. Who was happy at first? Same same amount, you know, about a third of people said they were kind of happy at first. Who was more happy after you traded? Every hand goes up. Who got the thing they wanted more than uh, anything else? It was almost half the people. The point was... They were trying to illustrate to us the more times you can trade. And then when we got into the specifics, people started like, why Why do you think the group that traded more seemed to get more of what they wanted? And people started, they pointed out this very important thing. People started saying, because trades weren't restricted, I wasn't worried about ending up with something I didn't want. So I was able to trade towards something that I thought was more valuable to get towards the trade I wanted. Meaning if I knew the person who had the yo-yo liked the picture frames, but I didn't have the picture frames, I could go, hey, picture frame lady, what do you want? I don't know, I want this. Or I could look at the picture frame person and go, what do they want? Now this this person was was a, a dude, right? So I think, I think I tried to get like the Axe body spray or something from somebody who had it. And then I tried to trade it to him Then I got the the picture frames and I was able to get the yo-yo. So it became this thing about trading up, trading towards something, trading better. Trade was made of win. Options are good. You got to give them options. You got to give people options. More trade, the better. All you give people the opportunity to get something they want more. That's a good idea. That's what we should do. That's what we should do. Okay, my friends, this has been episode 81. I'm gonna I'm gonna go play some Call of Duty and eat some lunch. Thanks so much for listening. HW, out.